Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Lodges Podcast. This is episode 13 with Jenny Simile. So Jenny is a mixer streamer, and so that was exciting because she is the first streamer to join us on the podcast, so that provided a great change of pace compared to what we have had so far. Uh, She talks to us about how she first got into streaming. She talks to us about what her day-to-day and week looks like as a streamer, some of the struggles she faces, as well as some of the tips and advice that she might have for those that are streaming or just starting out their streaming career. She talks about the importance of building a community on other social networking platforms. And so she's a very successful streamer with about 18,000 followers on Mixer. So it was great to hear her expertise and experience on some subjects. This is a great episode for anyone that is beginning streaming or maybe has gotten to streaming the past couple of months and is looking for a bit of guidance or direction. I really think you'll enjoy it. Uh, So without further ado, you're about to listen to The Lodges Podcast. everybody to another episode of the Lodges podcast. I'm your host Juan Rodriguez, the founder of Lodges Financial, a business management firm for video game streamers and esport athletes. We have another awesome episode planned today with Jenny Simile. She is a mixer streamer and so we will introduce her here in just a couple of seconds. The only pre-podcast announcement I have again is thank you to all of our current listeners that are tuning in and leaving reviews and checking back every week for our interviews and who we have on. Really appreciate the support from everyone. And for any new listeners, um, thank you for for tuning in as well. And, and for those that are new, I do want this to be an interactive podcast. So if you go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating with a comment or question, either for myself or for the guests that we have on during the episode, um, we'll, we'll shout those out in the next podcast episode or relay those questions to whoever our guest is so that they can get that answered for you. Um, but anyways, we'll go ahead and just jump right into it. So we have Jenny Simile, who is a Mixer streamer. She has 17,500 followers on Mixer with a total profile view of 74,000 viewers. So Jenny and I got introduced through a mutual friend actually at Auburn. Um, he knew her from streaming and he knew that I was starting this business and everything that was going on. And so we kind of got introduced over Instagram. Uh, so Jenny, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, no, I am too. I think, I think this will be fun. Um, so Jenny, what we always do at the beginning is just kind of first start off with your personal story. Um, so if you just kind of want to tell everybody, you know, where you grew up, uh, and what your story is, but we'd love to hear it. So I grew up in Auburn. I've lived here my entire life. I went to Auburn high school. I graduated in 2017. Um, I then went to Southern union for a few years. Um, but yeah, I've grown up in Auburn my whole entire life. Like I said, and I've just done, um, like, you know, the regular kind of like school thing. I did all-star cheerleading. I did a bunch of random sports like track and field, stuff like that. Um, Then when I graduated, I, um, 
you know, I met my boyfriend, which is Betts Waller. He was from Opelika. When we started dating, he is like really, really into streaming and video game stuff. So that's kind of like how I got introduced to any of this at all. Um, it just kind of came from him. And then through that, I, I never was into video games like before this at all. So he's like the first person that introduced me to like anything streaming video game related at all. That's interesting. That's really, so you, as a kid, you never like, did you play any games as a kid or you really didn't? So I grew up with a brother and he, you know, was into Mario Kart and all of that (laughs) fun stuff, which I would definitely play those with him. Um, I remember, this is funny, but I remember whenever the new games would come out, like I think Modern Warfare, Call of Duty, those type games would have like midnight releases. And he'd be begging my mom to be like, let's go. Can we please go? So I'd always (laughs) go with them to that. But I was never into it. I was just like always, you know, curious, looking around like, what are you doing? Why are you on? Why have you been on this game for 12 hours? Like, what is going on? And now I'm out here like I'll stream. I could stream that long. So like now I'm like, I get that. But it's just funny because I, I really was never interested in that way. Um, You know, when the family got together, we'd play Mario Kart or Just Dance, you know, fun family games like that. But as far as, you know, taking time out of my day and just like individually playing a game by myself was never interested in that. So it's yeah. so funny that I do this. Like, it's so funny. I, <laughs> I would never think that. Nobody that's ever met me before really would ever think this. So it's just very random and and just interesting how I fell into this. Yeah, no, it definitely is. And I think it's cool to hear your story. And I think that's a great reason, you know, to have you on. It's kind of how you just got into it. Um, So I think it's too important. So you went to Southern Union and you decided that, you know, for those listening that might not know, so Southern Union is another university that's in Auburn, Alabama. Is it or is it in Opelika? Jenny. It's an Opelika, but okay. yeah, it's like yeah. right outside. So it's real near. You decided that, you know, a lot of people might go to Southern Union and then they go to Auburn, but you decided. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you decided, though, that you just want to do Southern Union and you didn't want to go to Auburn and you wanted to pursue this. So I think it'd be kind of interesting to hear, you know, how did it get to that? Kind of what was that transition like or what were your thoughts before you did that? Yeah, for sure. So. Me going to school was just something that I was like, okay, you have to go to college, right? Like that's what everybody thinks right outside of high school. And personally, I believe everybody should go to college or at least try. Like you shouldn't just have the mindset that you don't need it or you don't want to go because I think it's a good thing to grow like right out of high school. So for whatever reason, I think that everybody should go. But for me, I never had a path that I was like, okay, I'll go to college and then I'll figure out what I'm going to do. Um, I, I've changed my major like four different times. I was in like, I was in um, nutrition, communication, social science stuff. Like, I mean, I had no idea. And then I did like media studies. So then at the end of that, I was thinking, okay, so this is what I want to do is uh, videography. So I kind of had a mindset. I wanted to do videography, but Personally, for me, I thought videography would be more, it stands out more to me, people that have experience rather than a degree in it. Because for videography, you look at what people have done in their portfolio and what they're capable of with a camera, not that they graduated from a college necessarily. So like for me, I would, you know, my thoughts were I'm going to grow my business and do that and, you know, show people what I'm capable of. So then that way I would be able to get hired instead of 
you know, going to college, paying a lot of money that I would have to take out loans for and I would be in debt. So my mindset was kind of just the smartest move for my current situation. And my, my videography business has done well. I have a lot of uh, weddings coming up. I have one next month and then I have a couple coming up um, in the coming months and I have a lot booked for 2021. So with that being said, I think that it kind of just speaks for itself that with hard work and like dedication, knowing what you want to do, you, you don't necessarily need college. You know, if I wanted to be a doctor or something of the sort, I would need schooling to do so. But for things like, you know, influencing and um, videography, stuff like that, I just feel like you just need to have a very hard work, work ethic and be determined and that will carry you through whatever successful situation you can end up in in those um scenarios yeah no absolutely i'm completely in agreement with you i mean if i'm being completely honest if i didn't have to have gone to college i definitely wouldn't have yeah (laughs) it just wasn't for me honestly because i did try like i said i went for those two years and it wasn't that i was just like oh i don't need it it was also that like I mean, I don't know. Everyone hates school. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people are like kind of dread having to go back to class and do that whole thing. For me, it really just took the life out of me. Like I didn't feel it myself when I was in school because I had to study extra to do good. Like I just was not I was drained all the time. It wasn't a happy place for me. When I'm away from school, I'm a happier person. I'm the person that I want to be and I already know what I want to do. So it just I just figured out that it wasn't for me. And I don't even want people to think you should quit school just because it's not, you know, a happy time. Sometimes it's not going to be great. You're going to have to work hard at that too. But, you know, you'll know really if it's for you or not. It's it's kind of obvious to see. Yeah. No, I think that's just good self-awareness on your part, you know. Um, yeah. And so just for timeline too, for everybody listening. So you went to Southern Union. Did you start streaming during Southern Union or, or when did you start getting into the whole streaming thing? Like actually yourself? Uh, so it's a little confusing just because I dabbled in it um, before I actually started, if that makes sense. So okay. I would my my boyfriend would be like, hey, you need to stream this or whatever, just because it could be big or whatever. And, you know, he always would throw in like, you're a girl like, you know, you could do this like whatever. <laughs> and so I would like I would try it maybe once or so. And then the first time I did it. Um, I know that you were interested in this. I had got, I think it's called the, um, oh, up and coming page. Yeah. yeah. And so I, my first stream, I, I think I was still in school at this point. I definitely was still in school at this point. Um, okay. so yeah, I got on that page and I had a lot of viewers, probably somewhere between like 80 to a hundred. And for like a first stream, that's crazy. Cause there's right. nobody, you don't have any followers. Right. So yeah, I was like, yeah, it's nuts. So all these people were in my stream and, you know, being like, oh my gosh, you're so great. Like you need to keep streaming, whatever. Well, I decided, I was like, well, that was really awesome. But then I got caught up with school and I really didn't have time to keep it up. I wanted to, when I did it, I wanted to make sure I could actually do it and not just do it once every couple of weeks. I wanted to be very like scheduled and you know, set up to where I could actually like grow with it, you know? So I decided that I was, I I decided that I was just going to do it for fun. Like kind of just if I wanted to play a game, because I, at this point I was like, that's kind of fun to play. I was like, (laughs) okay, so I was going to do it randomly. So when I was in college, I, you know, started playing randomly and, and I would stream it when I played slowly, I would get followers through that. And then 
I decided, I was like, okay, I really like this. I'm going to stream as much as I can while I'm still in school. So then I started streaming a little bit more while I was still in school, which was maybe like two, two times a week, which two, maybe three times a week, which isn't a lot, but I would stream as like, that was as much as I could handle for what I was with what all I was doing. Uh, eventually I, when I quit school, I was like, this is what I'm doing. I'm making a schedule. I'm setting this up. Uh, it was probably over a year ago. It's the whole process. It kind of slowly happened. I didn't just jump in with this whole setup. I was literally streaming off of a 64 inch TV and I had my little laptop next to me that I could, so I could read chat and I was broadcasting straight off of my Xbox. So I like had the broadcast button. I had no computer. I'm so bad with technology. Y'all would be (laughs) mind blown. It's like a miracle that I actually do this as part of a job. So I just, I don't even know how that happened, but yeah, I had the funniest setup and I have a picture of it actually. Um, I don't know. I could, you know, send it to you. And if you wanted to post it in connection to this podcast, you're welcome <laughs> to do that. It's, it's really funny how everything worked out. But slowly as I started growing, people were like, you know what? I see potential in you and I see a future in you and you're very positive and happy. I want, I want to help you. So they would like donate to me so that I could get a PC. And by the time I graduated, like before, not graduated, sorry. By the time I like stopped going to college, like even before that, I literally already had my PC ready. So by the time I ended, I was like, I have my PC. I have this setup. People believe in me. This is what I'm going after. Yeah. So you, you had a pretty strong and confident feeling then going into it. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't understand how somebody that would give so much money to somebody that has like 500 followers or a thousand followers. That's like just starting out. It was yeah. just nuts to me. That's crazy. No, that is. And so then today, so you're a streamer, you have the videography business you run, and then you also currently work at a boutique, right? Yes. Okay. As well. And then, so the boutique and, and all this, you know, just to give details of, I think that you've got a strong work ethic. So the boutique, do you usually work that a couple of days a week or kind of what does, um, what does your day to day look like right now with all these different projects you have going on right now? So I have a pretty set schedule, um, throughout like for the weekdays and then weekends are kind of all over the place, but they change <laughs> weekly. So, uh, Mondays and Thursday nights, I work every single week and then, um, Fridays and Saturdays, I usually I usually work either opening or closing each day and then Sunday uh, we all trade out that shift too. So I work anywhere for like four to five days a week, sometimes six if, well, no, it, it just depends. It really just depends. Every yeah. day we're always shuffling around and changing, but I'll say probably about uh, four days a week I'm working at a boutique. Um, it's not a, t- it's not like a really long shift. It's somewhere between like four and a half hours to five hours a shift and it's really exciting because I love doing fashion stuff and I love incorporating that with um, social media type things and streaming and all of that. I think it gives me a strong presence on like social media because people are like, wait, what? She does that and she's a gamer? That doesn't <laughs> like, or, like, that's very odd to me. So it kind of makes me feel like I stand out some in like a very, you know, populated group of like gaming people, I guess yeah. you'd call it. I think that's an advantage for you too. Cause I mean, in, in my own personal opinion, I think that fashion goes along with gaming and esports a lot right now. So yeah. I think that's cool that you have that tie and you kind of have the passion for the two, like genuinely. Oh, um, yeah. 
So is it, and kind of the last question I want to have here on your work-life balance is, you know, do you have difficulty at time, you know, balancing streaming, the boutique, videography, you know, creating YouTube videos, all that sort of thing? Or, or you know, what are some some tips you might have for someone who, who's also trying to do this and they're struggling with time management or, or figuring out how they're going to do everything? I would say, truthfully, you need to have a schedule. You need to get a planner of some sort. You need to sit down um, one day of the week, either just sit down one day of the week where you're, you know you're going to start. I try to do it either Sunday or Monday and write down what you need to do for that week. So you're going to know your uh, goals, you know, what you're going to strive for, what you want to accomplish that week. And you also need to know that you it could be something that's you're setting a goal that's kind of high for yourself. You might not accomplish all of that. But these are things that you want to at least try to get done. If you get them done, then that's awesome. But if you also have to be like, be light on yourself, if that makes sense. Like if you overburden yourself, you're going to burn out. And I felt that very, and learned that very soon into doing all of this because I would want to spend time with my family and I would want to go out and hang out with my friends or do this and that. And I was like, no, I have to stream. No, I have to do this. I have to, I have to. I changed my mindset from thinking I have to into I get to. And then I was thinking, okay, I get to stream. Okay, I get to be an influence to other people and spread positivity. I get to do this and that. So it, it felt like less work and more like thankfulness that I have all these things. So it's kind of, it's just all for me. It's how you look at what you have to do. My biggest tip for anybody is really, you know, with planning and scheduling, make sure that you know that things pop up in life that are going to happen and you have no control over that. But there are things that you can do to the best of your ability with like a positive mindset to get through it. And it's going to all work out eventually if you just stay like that. If you overburden yourself, you're going to burn out. You're not going to get anything accomplished. And it's just going to make your life a lot more hard and stressful. So I, I do find myself coming in contact with some issues with, oh, I want to do this, but I have to stream. Oh, I want to go do this photo shoot with this, with the boutique I work with, but instead I really have to do this stream this week, you know, something like that. So maybe if I miss the stream that week, I'd make sure that I, I'm, you know, do a longer stream that next Sunday to make up for it or something like that. It, right. It's really hard to kind of even put it in, explain it all because it's just a lot of balancing and it's personal balancing, if that makes sense. What's important for me could be not important for someone else. Like in the morning, I have to have quiet time or I really can't function. Like really, like I have to just make sure I'm sitting down and doing my, my own personal um, stuff um, to make my mind and heart right before I can get on stream because I don't want to be on stream if I'm somebody that I, I just don't feel happy or positive. I if that makes sense at all. So it's just a lot of balancing and a lot of learning trial and error. So you're going to make mistakes and you're going to mess up and learn what you like for your own stream or what you like doing instead of this. Um, I make sure I have time with my family, you know, at least like twice a month where I'll be with everybody and, you know, just catch up. Or even if it's a quick phone call when you're driving somewhere, something like that, you just have to learn how to balance it all. It can get hectic. Yeah. Really, really, really hectic, though. No, def and I think, you know, two things that's away from that is, you know, you talk about burnout. And I think that, you know, for those like yourself that are streaming and are in it, you definitely realize how real that can be, you know, and whether mm -hmm. that's, you know, through mental health or like you're saying, setting aside time for quiet time in the morning, that whole sort of thing. I think that's a really important point. Um, As far as the time management, all that, it, you know, do you feel almost as if 
you're kind of like the CEO of your own company, like the, the streaming and, and all that is your own thing. And you're trying to figure out, you know, what's right and what's not. And a lot of it is just feeling for that situation. Yes, I, I really do feel like that sometimes, especially since I, you know, left school, I'm taking it so much more seriously and thinking in the future of what, how I want to go about things and how I want to do things. But most importantly, how am I going to get there? And I will brainstorm my own things. But even though I'm like in my doing my own thing, I look to other people a lot. I lean on what other people are doing, what, where I want to be, what they're doing to succeed. So people may even look to me if they're, you know, just starting out and think that I'm, you know, got it all figured out. And I have no idea. Like I'm slowly <laughs> learning, I'm slowly growing and the things that I want to grow with is if it's, you know, even just communication with, uh, my community outside of streaming, how do I get that more function? Like how, you know, more moving and talkative, how do I do this and that, like, whatever it might be. I look to other streamers. I see what they're doing. I see things, you know, that I, I would never have even um, thought of or, you know, and so I would try to like acquire what they're doing to my stream with my own twist on it. Um, that kind of thing. It's just, I don't even know. It's just yeah. so hard sometimes. Cause like people think I have it all figured out. And I, I do try to, I have the mindset, you fake it till you make it. You just, you, you learn as you go. <laughs> you just fake what you know what you're doing. And then eventually you wake up, you kind of be like, okay, well this is pretty much how I got here. And then you'll, you'll know. But for right now, I'm like definitely just taking it one step at a time. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it sounds like you kind of have a support system around you too, that, you know, helps you out and, and that whole sort of thing, which I think is also important. Um, okay. So we, we talked a bit about how you first got into streaming timeline wise was, did you start streaming like a year ago, a couple of months ago or, or what was that for you? I would say consistently since this past summer, um, was like very consistent. Um, but before that, it was very scattered. Probably a year ago, I, I would say about a year ago, I started streaming, but super inconsistently, like we had talked about earlier. Right. But this past summer, it had gotten really consistent. Um, I streamed on a different platform called You Now for this whole past summer, actually. And I had go I had a contract with them that they would, you know, if I streamed on their platform, just to try some things out and to test some other stuff and so I did that for two months and I was super consistent I did it for about like five hours every day and then mm -hmm. from that it just got like really consistent for on mixer so I, I when you're consistent you grow and if you're consistent with anything that's on social media that's on you know just mental health if you're consistently taking care of yourself you're going to be good if you're consistent streaming you're going to be good like it that goes for everything consistency is really key with every, with everything that you want to grow in. Yeah, I completely agree. I think, especially as a streamer, like you're saying, consistency is super important. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to talk about, so you mentioned to us how, when you initially started streaming, you had the setup, you know, streaming on a huge TV and you had the laptop. So you mm -hmm. really did start with what, you know, just whatever you had, which first off I think is important, you know, for maybe any streamers listening and thinking that they have to have like a $2,000 PC right off the bat or else they can't yeah. be successful. Right. Um, so once you got your PC, did, did you build it? Did you have other people help you build it or what was that like? So that part was, was interesting. Um, I, I did a one where you not pre-built, I didn't do pre-built. I did the parts where you just get all your parts in and then you build it yourself. 
But fortunately, I have a friend that uh, worked at Best Buy, so he was able to build it for me and kind of talk. He, he streams as well on Twitch. So I, I believed him and he's built PCs before and he has a crazy big he has two PCs that he's built. So I trusted him doing it. So I have all the parts, you know, se uh, purchased separately in my PC. That whole pro process is really interesting. I will say, though, give myself some credit. When I got a new graphics card, I did change that out myself. So props to me for that. <laughs> I, it was, I was like so scared because PCs and building that can be really terrifying, especially there's so much money that's inside that little computer that you're, you could potentially break. I was very scared to do it, but I just um, watched a YouTube video and I chatted with another friend that was from the stream and he kind of walked me through it and helped me do it. And I was able to do it and it's, Still working now, months later. So I think I did something right. That's awesome. No, it's always cool to see, you know, whether someone built it, whether they bought a, you know, a pre-built one. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. It's also cool to all, you know, see what everyone's PC looks like because, you know, everyone's kind of looks different. Um, yeah, know, I had a little color changing um, thing in mine. I don't know how to change the other color on the graphics card, but that's a whole other story. It's just like kind of <laughs> flashes red and I, apparently you can change it. But like I said, I'm not tech savvy. So we're just going. Right. With the flow. No, no, no. That's great. Um, and so we talked about, or you mentioned getting featured on up and coming on mixer. And so, you know, I know what that is and I know other people might know what that is, but can you kind of elaborate for those that might not what the up and coming feature is on mixer? Oh, yeah, for sure. So when you uh, head to the Mixer page, you're able to see who you're following. There's a tab for following. And there's also a wheel in the very front. And it's the featured profiles. So you can kind of look through those. I think there's maybe five, I want to say maybe four. So you can look through that. But then there's also like a browse page, you can browse under certain categories of games that you're interested in. And then there's also um, a tab for like, you're new and you can look under that. And that's basically what it is. Like you, you get to see all of the streamers that have very low view view count and also mixers algorithm knows if it was your first time going live on their, you know, website. So they're able to put your page on that page. So even if you started getting more views, you're, you're going to stay on that page because it's your first time. So the up and coming people will be on that page and people can go, you know, support them or just check them out, see who's going to be new to Mixer, see who is, you know, is just starting out and maybe give them support to help them grow. Uh, it, it's very interesting because I didn't even know that I got on it until like a week later. And my boyfriend was like, wait, you know why you had that successful stream is because of this. I was like, wow, now you tell me. <laughs> But yeah, so it's it's gonna it's a great thing. I'm glad that they did that. And I know some other sites like Twitch and such have it as well. I think it's really important because it shows that, hey, we're not looking for some, you know, for someone that's like has to be on this page to be seen. You can still be seen if, you know, people can see your potential and like you'll have an opportunity to be on there if you just start. Like you could just press go live and you have an opportunity to be seen by a lot of people. So why not do it? Yeah, no, that's great. And it seems like you took good advantage of that opportunity and yes. like people really liked your stream. So that's, that's awesome for you. Um, I wanted to ask, so when you started streaming, you were on Xbox, so you were streaming straight to Mixer. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. There's okay. like a button you can like go to settings and then you just scroll over and press broadcast. That's exactly what I did. 
Right. And then when you got the PC, you know, obviously that gives you the opportunity to stream on different platforms. So what led you to pick Mixer over, say, like Twitch or YouTube? Well, for me, um, I, I know I keep mentioning him, but he's really the reason I started streaming at all. But my boyfriend streams on Mixer and he's had a lot of success and met a great amount of people that are just super supportive and kind and loving and welcoming to everybody. So I, it was just kind of made sense for me to just be like, well, I could stream on there and, you know, one day you can host me or something. And like, we could just do it like that. Cause you know, he brought his community to meet me and they were very welcoming. So it wasn't like I was in a foreign territory for me. It was everybody knew me, um, as his girlfriend from Mixer, mo like most everyone that was in his channel or his community knew that so when I started they were all so kind and just loving and you know gave me support so it kind of led me to be like okay I'm gonna just stay on Mixer since they're already so nice to me there and I already feel like I have a family on here yeah that, and that's a great story too because you know I think a lot of you know it, it stirs in the news and for some other critics that you know, gaming and streaming and all this doesn't have a social aspect to it and you don't meet other people and you don't get that like you would in real life. But I think that story that you just mentioned is a prime example of, you know, streaming on Mixer, having your socials, that all gives you the opportunity to meet other people and, um, I don't know, to build a community like that. So I think that's cool that, that you kind of got that experience, you know, through streaming. Yeah, exactly. And like, I, I really try to remind myself that, the followers aren't just followers and are a number like those are real people that support me by pressing follow and are in my channel and are chatting and are talking to me. Yeah, they're little words on the screen for me. But like when we go to events and stuff, they literally are real humans and we meet them and we hug them and we say thank you. And we, you know, just get to be together and hang out and go eat dinner together like they're real people. And I have to remind myself that a lot because I will say for a lot of people that do like maybe live alone and, and their job is streaming, it can be very lonely um, sometimes with just doing you're by yourself. Like a lot of people think, you know, I don't know if people think this, but I feel like people perceive that streamers are in a big studio. Maybe there's people going around like they're working like at some building. Like, no, <laughs> we're in our house. Like we are in our bedrooms. Like we're not doing anything important. Other, like, you know what I mean? Like we're just chilling in our room. Like we could just be in our pajamas if we wanted to. And people just kind of think that it's a, I mean, it is a business. It is a job, but I think they forget that we, we don't even see it like that. A lot of the times like we forget that as a streamer. So it feels like we're just kind of like gaming. And then we're like, okay, what do I do now? I just stream for like eight hours straight and it's already like time to go to bed. I'm, I don't, I don't know. You know, that human connection sort of lost. Right. Um, and I will say the reason that I, I don't want to quit my job and, to, and you know, unless I this could, took off completely and I was do even then, I really don't think I'd ever want to stop working at a boutique or something because that gives me the connection with other human beings that I really want and need on a weekly basis. Uh, I go to the gym and I have like a, a workout class that I, you know, do every every day of the week. So I get to see them and have that connection, but it's just very different being able to talk to somebody that comes in and help them like in real life. It's just different. So having that connection with somebody in real life is, 
is good. I think it's healthy. And I think that everybody that streams should find that outlet somewhere because like I said, it can get really lonely and you start feeling that loneliness after a while. Um, but yeah. because we do forget, like we forget that those are, those are actually real people. Like they are there for you, but you, you kind of don't see that. They can say that as much as you, as much as they want, but it's hard to like actually feel that and know that. Um, until you meet them at PAX and they're giving you hugs and you're like, Oh my God, I love you. Like, thank you for being here for me for so long, you know? Right. No. And it's easy. You know, I think in this day and age, you just see a following number and then you just think, you know, when you get a like, it's just, you know, a, an analytic going up, but really that's actually someone, you know, viewing your thing and liking it. I, I get what you're saying. It's easy to, to get caught up and think there's not actually someone behind that. Right. Um, and, you know, I think that's important too, that, you have your outlets that you have found that work for you to have still your real life interactions to create those relationships. Um, because I think that's all important. I think that's a good point for maybe anyone that's streaming, you know, maybe for someone else is different from you, but I think your example of finding a different outlet that's in real life, you'd have those relationships is important. Um, so right. that that's cool to hear. Um, so I want to shift to this conversation of, you know, becoming a mixer partner, because I know you and I had kind of talked about this a little bit before. Um, so tell us your experiences thus far with and, and, you know, also too for our listeners, I know I mentioned at the beginning, but give us a little bit of context of, you know, where your stream is at right now and how you have tried to apply for um, a mixer partner and what that experience has been like. So for me, I applied immediately when I hit the minimum requirement, which was around 2000 followers. At that point, there wasn't any big, big names on Mixer. Like it, the biggest was maybe Ship and he had like, I don't know, around 450,000, which is a lot, but he was like the biggest and right. everybody else is kind of the, the next biggest might have been like 200,000. There's only, there's like a handful of them that are in the hundred thousands. So it, it was, it's still very, like growing very slowly, except for, you know, when Ninja moved over, but this was like pre Ninja. <laughs> this is like pre all of these people coming over here. So this is like, think about it being just a random people. Whenever I'd play with people online, I would be like, Oh, I'm streaming on mixer. And they'd be like, what's that? Now right. they're like, Oh, mixer. Yeah. And so it's just, it was a big change. So whenever I applied at 2000, I was thinking, Oh, I might get it. it it's definitely not like, it's a possibility I could get it. Well, I ended up not getting it, but this was at the point where I was still in school. So I really wasn't being consistent and giving it on my time. So it was kind of 50, 50, like I wasn't really upset about not getting it just cause I don't know, maybe I right. wouldn't have given it to myself either. I, I wasn't putting the time in that they really needed. So I understood that. Um, the second time I applied was, I want to say around 10,000, maybe a little bit more. And I don't know what it was, but I just applied because I like God was like, you need to apply. So I just applied like I had no <laughs> reason. Like literally like this is like the truest story. Like I just applied because he literally told me to. Right. And then my friend, another girl on Mixer messaged me and said, hey, I and because I had posted like I applied because I wanted people to know that, you know, my community and other people to know that. So you know, if they wanted to support and help me, you know, grow towards that partnership, they could. Right. In my mind, I really just didn't feel like that was getting, that was like the right, I was like, I don't really don't feel like I want to apply yet. Like, I don't feel like I'm at 
that consistent point where I don't have that really set schedule or anything yet. I don't know why I'm applying, but here I go. And then my friend messaged me and she had streamed and got, you know, really consistent with it and really started loving it and stuff. And she was around the same follower account as me. Like, I think we were almost like identical. And she messaged me and said, Hey, I just want to let you know, I have been struggling so long to try to apply for your partner. And I, something is in me that just like kept me from doing it. Um, but I look up to you and like, I love you. And like, you know, you're like, we're, we're just such good friends that like I applied and she like ended up getting partnered. And so for whatever reason, like God knew that he needed me to apply so that she could find that confidence to do it too. Right. And she actually ended up getting like getting the partnership, which I'm like, I love her to death. Um, her name's goddess on mixer. She's a really awesome streamer and she's a part of the stream team that I'm on too. So we're all super connected in everything in every way. And she's seriously like such a, everybody knows her now. Like she's awesome, but I'm, I'm not upset about like not getting partner because like I said, I wasn't even ready to apply. I just did it. So this next time around, I'm really thinking that this is going to be the one. I haven't applied yet. Um, I'm going to wait till I hit 18K, so it's not very far away. I think it's like a handful of followers left, and then we'll go ahead and apply. So I'll have to keep you updated on that and let you yeah. know if I get partnership. But that's honestly <laughs> like my story with like partnership. Like I didn't, I try not to get discouraged and I don't want other people to because for, for whatever reason, even if you think you should get it, they might not be looking for what you have to offer right now. They may have just filled up a certain amount of partners that they wanted for that month. Like there could be an endless amount of reasons why you didn't get it this time, but that doesn't mean you're not going to get it the next time or the next or the next. Like you just have to keep going, like keep trying. And I know friends that I've gotten denied seven or eight times and they kept going and they're awesome people. Mixer just some like there was something that just w didn't line up the timing. So for anybody that's listening and maybe has gotten denied or is just trying to go for that partner is going to get is scared of getting denied. Don't be scared. Like that's something that everybody goes through. Almost everybody that applies has gotten denied once or more. Um, you know, there's a handful of people that have gotten accepted the first time, but for the most part, there's a lot of successful streamers that have gotten denied the first time. Yeah. No. And how, so I actually want to know, cause I don't know the answer to this. How often can you apply to be a mixer partner? So it's super random. I don't know why it does this, but it's anywhere from 30 to 60 days. So sometimes when you'll apply, I think it may be if your criteria is like a, like a little bit, uh, okay. So for instance, sorry, like if it's, if you're getting a concurrent amount of viewers, say your viewers are 30. So this is what happened to me. They basically told me my viewer count was 30 like concurrence mm -hmm. and I needed to be have around like 40 anywhere from 35 to 40. So I'll basically, I was like, you know, five to 10 follower or viewers away from, you know, I think getting the partnership, I don't know what they were trying to say, but anyway, <laughs> they, they left me 30 days to apply next time. So I think they were giving me like, they were like, Oh, maybe she'll get this in a month. That's what I was thinking. So there's some people that have to wait two months. Like some people have to wait 60 days. So I think Mixer will kind of go over what your channel looks like and see how long you need to grow more before you apply again, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that, I think that definitely makes sense. Um, I think a great takeaway from that again, that you already talked about earlier is just consistency. You know, you've mm -hmm. gotten denied, but you're just going to keep going and trying. Um, and I think that's, 
good to have, you know, especially as a streamer, because it takes hard work. You know, it's not easy. Um, I know for maybe a lot of people that are getting new into, into gaming and streaming and esports and all that, they might, you know, view streaming as this really simple thing and that any person can just get on a computer and play a game and stream. But there's really a lot that, you know, goes on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's really important to take note of. Um, So what, so now, you know, you're full-time into it, you're really dedicated to it, you know, you're doing everything you can to build it. So kind of give us a breakdown of, you know, how much time do you spend streaming per day? Um, you work on YouTube videos, you know, content for social media, you know, what does all that look like? So YouTube content is like the hardest thing for me right now. So I've taken a break on that, uh, for the past, like, I want to say a couple months now, it's just been, it's just been I guess kind of getting in the way of my streams. So anything that does that, I kind of don't mess with until it's like the right timing, until I have that balance like we talked about earlier. When I find time to have, to add it in, then I will. But for now, like I have to balance what's important, what's not. So for me, it was, you know, streaming consistently when I could, every second I could. Um, As far as my schedule, I stream anywhere from four to five hours um, every day, except for Thursdays, I have off and then, um, occasional Sundays or, or like for the weekend, like if they're, if I have something going on, like an event, um, for instance, yesterday I was at a concert in Atlanta. So Saturday's stream was canceled, but in that case, I just, uh, notify my discord and let social media know on my Twitter, Insta, and they, you know, kind of get the jet like, Hey, no stream today. We're here. Let them know what's going on. So at least they can still feel connected to, me in some way. Right. And then, yeah, but I, I make sure I take Thursdays off. I don't have, I, I have work on Thursday nights, like I said earlier, but I take the morning and I do all the stuff that, you know, I take that day to also like try to plan out some other things I may want to do. Um, just kind of get some stuff done, run errands, groceries, bank, you know, adulting things. And <laughs> I kind of just need a break, like in before the weekend, like sometimes I just kind of want to take a break from streaming. Cause I, if I do it, you know, consistently for all these days, it's good to be like, Hey, like this is going to be kind of like a mental health day. Like it's going to be, I'm going to do my own kind of stuff. I'm going to be away from the computer. I'm going to go outside uh, for a little bit. Cause it's like, it, people laugh about it. We think it's funny, but streamers, we really don't go outside that often. Like it's, it's very, very bad. Like we need to go outside yeah. more, even if it's for like 30 minutes a day in the morning, get fresh air, like see the sun because I have like curtains up so the sun doesn't come in just because it messes with my lighting, stuff like that. And I've definitely seen it take toll on like, even just like, I, I look paler, like, like my boyfriend, his eyes, like under his eyes are like, like that brown, like, you know, like yeah. when you see the computer so long, right. it's a real thing. Like it's, it's so bad. So I definitely try to make time to do the, some things, even if it's just that one day on my off day to do the stuff that I know I need to do. Yeah. No, again, I, I think everything you're saying is so consistent, you know, just balance again. And, you know, mm-hmm. for you, that's a Thursday and it's good that you've planned out a day to do that. Cause again, you know, you go back to the burnout thing, um, you know, to keep yourself from yeah. not happening. Um, so no, that's awesome. Um, we talked on this, a, or we touched on this a bit, you know, you talked about how you've made some friends with the mixer community, you know, you met your boyfriend's stream and that brought in some relationships for you. Um, but you know, what is the mixer community like? And I know you had the opportunity to attend PAX West and then, you know, like you were saying, you were able to meet some of those people that, 
you know, you met online in person, you know, kind of just elaborate more on that and, and what that experience was like. So, you know, meeting his community is they've always been so nice and welcoming. The mixer community is like no other community. You'll hear people say that countless times, just how different it really is. There's always toxic people no matter where you go, but there's like an overwhelming amount of kind and generous and loving people like no other on Mixer. So, and it's very easy to see, like if you go in a chat, like if you go in certain chats at certain places, like people are just nicer. Like I have definitely dabbled in Twitch and just, you know, I even, at one point, I don't even think I mentioned this. Um, at one point, this is after I got my PC, like when I was still really into streaming, I had considered moving over to Twitch and it was so funny because literally the day that I said, I was like, okay, I'm going to really try moving over to Twitch and just see how it works out. Followers are being a little bit slower. It just wasn't being as consistent. That is literally when Ninja moved over, like the exact same day. That's so funny. So I was like, you know what? With that whole thing going on, I don't want to make some big move over to Twitch. I'm just going to stay on Mixer and kind of like push it out and see where it goes, you know? And so after that, he brought so many viewers and so many people on that platform that followers like shot up and the community kept growing you know and that so it was just like a crazy that I really did go over to Twitch and I I knew what it was like I just kind of wanted to try and see because you never know and it was just something different and interesting and also they had like the affiliate program since I had gotten denied twice I was thinking okay I don't know maybe I can start you know getting some kind of income from subs or this or that because for streaming, if you're not partnered, the only way that you get any kind of income from doing this as like a quote unquote job is from donations. So people, right. you know, aren't aren't donating or such like, you know, sometimes subs could really be helpful or especially if I want to make this like a thing, I had to unfortunately you do have to think about like the um financial aspect of okay, how am I going to like survive with including this and like using all my time doing this instead of doing another job. So it was something I considered for that reason. Um, now Mixer, I don't even know if you're aware of this, but they're doing an affiliate program on Mixer now where un, unpartnered people can accept embers and subs. So that is honestly supposed to take effect very soon. Um, it's mid-October. It honestly might be like before the end of the month that's going to take place. So... That is very exciting because people, you know, people are going to have the opportunity to get paid through subs, even if they're not partnered. Um, And it's very, it was very interesting and kind of took everybody back because we're like, wait, that's, what's the difference between like a mixer partner now and like a a affiliate? But I think that it might be like you're getting less per sub or um, less per ember, something like that. So you still have some kind of um, push to actually want to have that partnership. But as far as sticking on the on Mixer, I definitely am glad that I did. I'm glad that I made the choice to stay with everything that happened because the community here is insane and they are so loving and like they're just so they have done so much for me, like more than I can even know. I, I didn't even mention this, but the reason that I was actually able to start my videography business is because um a very specific person from my stream that had supported me for a long time. He had continued to donate like large amounts and it was a, I was able to actually buy my videography camera and and do my first wedding. And then from there I got like all these things to be able to like do more. So then I started the business like literally just because of that. That's crazy. So, 
from streaming, I was able to do the job that I actually wanted to do because that camera costs like $3,000 with all of the lent, like parts yeah. and lens and stuff. And I was able to get that because of like such an amazing supporter and everybody that supports me. But there's one individual that was just so crazy kind and generous. And it, it's just really blowing my mind how like streaming has done so much for me besides like, and I have a, such a good relationship with him and he's like such a nice friend and we're all, and I just have friends from Mixer too. It's not just like a, I don't even want to say this, but like, a, it's not like a fan base or like a follower base. It's like all my family. It's like my friends, I like, get on here. I'm like, Hey, what's up guys? Like it's just <laughs> all hanging out. And that's what I want. Like I don't ever want it to feel like there's a disconnect between me and my community. Like I want us all to be friends, stay connected, talk through your problems together and just like get through life together. That's really what my goal is for my stream. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I think that, you know, for anyone that checks out your social media, cause I definitely, you know, catch that vibe as an outsider looking at your profile, you definitely do bring that positivity and just energy. And, you know, I, I've dabbled in, in mixer quite a bit and I kind of do see that, um, you know, like positive energy. And again, not that on Twitch there isn't cause there's awesome people on Twitch too, but, um, there is. yeah, yeah. But I see that on Mixer. Um, so I think that just is cool that that's the way you two actually feel as a streamer. Um, I'm interested to know, you can just touch on this lightly cause this is just a question I thought of as you were talking. Did you, as a streamer that had already been on Mixer, when Ninja made that announcement and moved over, could you as a streamer actually feel a difference in the amount of viewers or people that are on the platform or oh my gosh yes it was like crazy i mean we were getting like 400 followers a day it was like insane amounts of people on there for the least like the first week or two it was just so many new people like literally millions that yeah. came to watch and they were like oh well there's ninja on here but oh wait this is a new platform to me like let me check out some other people so we'd get all these we'd get all these views from new people and maybe they liked your vibe when they came in so they stayed so then we'd have like 300 viewers and we would get to like the top of like the browse list because so something about mixer when you go to browse the more viewers you have the higher up you'll be on the list so for people to find you so you know, if it starts at like 5,000 viewers and then somebody that has a thousand and hundreds and, you know, kind of right. down. So I, we were up on the list of when people would go browse and then we'd find it. So then it just keep growing and then people would just keep following and it just worked out so great. And um, me and uh, Bets were actually talking about this yesterday. We're having a season where it's a little slower with following and such. Just we're thinking it's like the season. I'm not sure. And, and, you know, even with companies and businesses, they go through things where, I mean, a store that's, I don't, the Halloween stores aren't going to be successful during Christmas. Like, right. you know, it's just like stuff like that. It, you kind of just see how there's some um, seasons where you're going to have slower growth and you need to kind of like accept that. Okay. You know, kids are back in school. Summers are very good because there's kids out of school. You get followers here and, right. and then, you know, throughout uh, closer to Christmas too, you know, I feel like people might be, you know, saving up for their families for Christmas. Like it's just, it's very, um, interesting. You can kind of start to see how the followers work, how, you know, as far as statistics, what, how better, how much better your channel is doing at this point of the year versus this point. So that's just something that we did notice yesterday. 
No, I think that, you know, as you were explaining that, that gives you too just a good business experience kind of feel as to, you know, how seasons actually do affect, you know, how businesses do. And, you know, you as a streamer, I mean, I've always said, you know, if you're a streamer, you're running a business and that business is your stream. Um, so that's interesting that you kind of have been able to feel throughout seasons, how that goes up or down. And, and I think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. but no, that was also interesting too, to hear that, you know, you as an established streamer on Mixer felt the community go up when Ninja shifted because, mm-hmm. you know, I saw, I saw some, and you know, there'll always be critics, but you know, you saw some people say, oh yeah, Ninja moved over and the followings went up and the views went up, but it was only for his channel. Um, so that's cool to see that you guys as other streamers already there kind of felt that. Oh um, yeah, did. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. And, and you know, who knows you being in on early on that, you know, on Mixer might pay dividends in the future as, you know, I think Mixer will continue to go up. And I think, you know, the streaming, you know, having big streamers on platforms, that whole battle has kind of begun, you know, having exclusive <laughs> streamers. Um, so that'll be cool for you to see how that plays out in the future with Mixer continuing to grow. And who knows if you guys bring another big streamer on there. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, it's really exciting to see kind of where Mixer's going, especially them only being around for two years, a little over two years now, maybe three in the next handful of months. But I know that it's like it's just starting out. Twitch has been around for however long and Mixer is really making, you know, a boom in the industry, I feel like, um, you know, Ninja is such a huge I mean, Ninja is like for me in my like eyes, Ninja, if I was to explain streaming to somebody, I mentioned Ninja because they're the person he's the person I would think they'd know if they knew any streamers. Right. You know, so it's just like. It's insane that he's on this platform still. When I think about it, I, I see him on the page when I go on Mixer. I'm like, is this for life? Like, is that, <laughs> like it just doesn't feel feel real. Um, yeah. But as far as like the views and stuff, I kind of wanted to say something else. I forgot to mention earlier with like tips for like the streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I as far as scheduling, like when you want to stream and stuff, it is very, very important that you find times to stream not only when it's best for you, but when it's best for your stream. Because something that I figured out is, you know, for me, um, some people can stream really, really early in the morning and do really great. Like such a successful stream, but they could stream middle of the day when a lot of streamers decide to get on and make their schedule there and have, you know, a really like just sad stream, really barely anyone came through and just nothing really happens. Slow movement, not a lot of uh, growth or anything like that. Some people like stream at night and have like crazy good growth. Like it, it's really depending on the audience at those times. So, you know, it's something that you need to play around with. So I wouldn't just say like, I wouldn't even say make a schedule and stick to it. Like before you stream, I would literally say start streaming and feel it out first and then make your schedule based on that and kind of work all your other stuff around that. Because if you want to be successful, you have to make the time that you're streaming worthwhile, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's an awesome piece of advice. I think that's so true, too, you know. Um, so, no, thank you for sharing that. I'm glad that that came to your mind. Um, and, you know, yeah. that might mean that sometimes you have to stream during a time that maybe you don't want to stream, but it's more exactly. optimal for your stream. So that's a great, great piece of advice. Um so to kind of pivot a little bit now, I want to talk with you about how you've built a community off of Mixer. Um, because 
you know, you and I were talking a bit off the microphone, how this is just so important. And sometimes that might be overlooked by people that are streaming or beginning to stream. So talk about kind of what you do on other social media platforms like Twitter and Instagram and why it's important for you to be active there as well as actually on your mixer stream. So I would say streaming, being live and being active on your social medias are like in sync. Basically, you not being live, the way that you communicate is through those social media platforms. And the way I look at it is I don't understand why people wouldn't be using them because they're they're free. Like everybody can be on it. So many people are already on it. So there's opportunities. Opportunities for you to reach a wider audience on those platforms, people people that you don't even know, you know, not your community. So for Discord, like it's it's your community, people join in that, and it's literally just your community. For Instagram, you have an opportunity to put stuff out there in the universe of Instagram, basically, and you can get feedback from random people. Like we literally met off Instagram, and now we're yeah. doing a podcast together. It's it's connections, it's it's networking, but more than that, it's really just um, being communicative it can like communication is key as well um you know consistency communication consistency on social media you need to i mean this is something too that not a lot of people maybe be able to have but good quality of like for pictures good quality content as in like not just snapping a quick picture sometimes you have to sometimes you're on a like it's your time right. to stream you need to snap a quick picture but go outside like Set up your camera, take, if you have to, put it on self-timer if you don't have someone to take a picture of you. Get creative. Like, people that are, like, have cameras are literally so creative. Most of the most amazing pictures are, like, made in a way. You've probably seen that, how people, like, come up with how they take a picture is, like, nuts. And you're like, that picture turned out, like, what? Yeah. You have to get creative. Like, your content can't just be, like, you sitting there playing a game. Like, it has to be showing th your personality through pictures, through what you're doing, um, through talking on Instagram, tweeting constantly. Like I, I don't think about like I'm gonna tweet every couple hours, but I'll literally be like, oh, I've been tweeting a while, and I'll be like, wait, what's going on? Like, what have I been doing? Or like, you know, and I'll literally tweet about it. Like, if I, like, literally the other night, yesterday night, I was picking on an outfit, and it took me so long, and I finally did it. I was like, wait, I haven't tweeted. Like, I haven't talked to you know to Instagram or. Uh, Twitter, let me say something. I'm like, yeah, just like picked up my outfit, da 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 da, da posted a picture with it, like something yeah. like that. Just, I don't know. People, do, people don't even know that they like that until you stop doing it, and then they'll forget about you, and they'll look to the person that is doing it. Like, really, that's a thing. So, you have the opportunity to put yourself out there and give yourself like light to other people. And so many people have also come to my stream through social media. Once I started tweeting, like I actually was just like, I, I need to tweet something today. I want to be creative. I want to do this. Let me put something on social media. I would start getting people that would come on my stream and be like, oh, hey, like I found you from Twitter. I'm like, what? Like you really found me from Twitter? That's crazy. Like, and it yeah. happens all the time. Like, okay, well, apparently that's working. Uh, so I'll retweet things. I'll make sure I'll like a lot of people's tweets like I'll consistently like tweets of my friends or my fellow like fellow streamer friends and community and such and I'll also make sure to reply like not even just being in your own little bubble but you need to like reply to others like somebody asks you know what do you do this weekend like you might not even know them that well but be like oh I'm going to this I'm going to this concert blah, 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 what's up and they'll be like hey that's so awesome like it's just like talking to everybody um 
I would say kind of, I mean, as far as like scheduling, I would honestly try to say, set yourself up a schedule for like what day you might want to post on Instagram and you might, there's like given analytics within Instagram that you can check what your prime time to post is. There's a lot of really cool little nicks that you can find on social media that you can use to your advantage. So there's a lot of people that, that don't do that. And I will say this, like there are literally girls out there that just take cute pictures, post them. And that is their job. Like it's called an influencer. Like all they do is literally (laughs) just take cute pictures and post them on Instagram. It might be hard. Like I'm gonna say it's easy. I'm not saying that because quality and like getting the right, like, you know, making sure, Oh, we have to get a picture. Like we have to do like, we have to get this picture. It, it can be like hard sometimes. Oh, I have to do this. Like I have to make sure I, I look, you know, decent enough to be in the picture and you know, I can't, whatever it may be, but it's something that can literally be so valuable to you in the future. If people aren't in your discord, when you go live, literally nobody knows, no one knows unless they're on your social medias or like on your discord. So if you don't push your social media, if you don't push your discord, people are literally never going to get notified or not know whenever you're going live. Um, one more thing I was going to point out about the social media. Sorry, this is something I'm like passionate about because I think it's so important. No, this is but, great. Um, pushing people to turn on post notifications, you know, as far as like giveaways and stuff, because I just sort of started dabbling in that. I didn't want to make my Twitter and stuff all about giveaways constantly. So I slowly would add some in um, randomly. I think I've done probably like five, but I'm doing one now. We're giving away like a modern modern warfare game, $30 gift cards, G fuel tubs, shakers, like a big giveaway just with some friends. Like you get connected and then like, I'm not paying for all of that. We're all splitting it. So, you know, it's not going to be like crazy expensive, but just networking and being like, Hey, like, let's do this. Like, you know, and then you'll have be like, when you do the giveaway, be like, turn on my post notifications. That is basically like, Hey, get notified when I'm going live. Not only just like when I tweet, but like, they'll know when you're going live. So, so many people will come through that and be like, Oh, that's awesome. On even on Instagram, people will know when you post a picture, they'll be able to go, they'll be able to comment. The more comments, the more, the more your picture goes to the top. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's how Instagram's algorithm just freaks me out. I don't like it, but it's crazy. Yeah, it's I do not like it. Like Instagram's got like worse after like the whole, I wish it was just like time, but yeah, it's hard to it's very, very hard to grow on Instagram. So I'd say for anybody that's struggling growing on Instagram right now, it takes a lot of time, but just you have to be very consistent with it and just keep posting no matter what and just make sure it's not don't don't post like whatever, like if it's just like a don't post just a post. I would definitely post something that you're proud of, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, a lot. You shared a lot of great stuff, I think. Um, I, you know, I see your social media. I think you do a great job with it. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, if, for anyone listening, you know, when we give her social at the end of the uh, at the end of the podcast, um, if you go look at it, you know, everything that she just explained, you'll definitely get a good a good glimpse of it. But you know, just one quick thing before we move on from this that I think was so important that you mentioned is the commenting and replying and not even just on your own stuff, but on other people's things. Because, you know, I get asked a lot, you know, people will DM me and be like, you know, how do I grow my socials? How do I grow my stream? And, you know, I'm amazed still with people that will get 16 comments on an Instagram picture and they'll just like the comment and they don't respond to it. And so I think it's, you know, awesome that you understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely got to reply back. You got to tweet people. You got to respond to other people's things. Um, 
because you know that's more eyes on you and then that also sees you know like if i see jenny commenting on that, i'm like oh jenny's personable because she's not just staying in her own bubble exactly um, yes the personable thing like being connected and say like hey your comment's worth my reply like if i just like it i'm like basically saying okay yeah like it's not worth my time like i want to give them my time and be like thank you so much for saying that or replying to me you know yeah no so many people you know you want to grow and you've got people commenting in your comments, but then some people don't respond. And I don't know, it's kind of flabbergasts me how people don't respond to that. Um, no, but a lot of gems you gave away. Um, so I think you did a great job kind of explaining what you do on social media. Um, so that's great. Um, one other thing I want to talk about, uh, before we kind of start to wind down and we'll get to the lightning round, but so you guys have started a PO box. Um, and so I'll kind of just let you tell us why you started it, how it's been. Do you like it? Do you not like it? You know, kind of what it has been like so far. So when we started, it was just kind of because we wanted our community to be able to reach out to us. If it, you know, maybe if it wasn't just through like an Instagram DM, if it was through a letter, if they wanted us to write them something back, if they wanted to give us something, but you know, we we don't want to give out our personal address. That's it's just more safe this way. So I think a PO box is around like 40 to 60 a year. I want to say that's right. I'm not sure. So it's not some crazy amount. It's not like hundreds of dollars a year. But we decided that this would be a good idea. We can try it out and just see if it works. So we've gotten like some gifts. We've gotten little packages of like fun goodies. Um, usually it's like candy or like something that signifies like interesting to me and him so we got like uh we we're like Forrest and Jenny so his mixer is like Forrest Dump mine's Jenny Smile so like Forrest and Jenny somebody gave us a little keychain that was like peas and carrots like the Forrest Dump, <laughs> Forrest Dump reference. so it's just very fun and and a good way for our community to reach out to us and give us something maybe that they're like hey I've watched you for so long you've been there for me. Like I want to just give you something or anything like that. We just let the opportunity be open for them. And we also even tell people like, if you want us to like, I mean, we're not big to where we could like sign anything, but if you write us a letter, like we'll write you something back. Like we'll write you back. Um, we want to be very like open and communicating that way. But we've gotten like, I just received a mouse pad that I had been talking about on street for so long. I need this bigger mouse pad. I had a tiny little mouse pad and a girl that I met on Mixer, we've been like become best friends now. She sent me a sent me it to my PO box, and it is awesome. I just got it in a couple like last week. It's just so awesome. Um, stuff like that. People are like, oh, I need like I would love to have this. I love to have that. People can literally just like ship it to your PO box. It's straight from Amazon too, so they don't have to like pay for shipping. You know, if it's like Prime or whatever, they can just ship it to you to your PO box and. It's been really fun and we try, we don't really push it that much. Like, I feel like if we kind of told people more, maybe we should make like a, something in our, uh, I guess bio and say like PO box and like click it and it can be whatever. But for the people that are close to us, they are usually the ones that send something to us. Um, not as much people that we don't know. So we're kind of just still feeling it out. And we did talk about wanting to like kind of push it more and get people to like send things that we can, you know, post on social media and it'd be very like active with that. Cause I think it's super cool. Like I love going to the PO box and something being there. Like it's just so much fun. So we definitely want to make sure that like works out well. 
yeah, no, it, that's really cool that you guys started that. Um, and it seems like you guys have been pretty active with it. You know, I've seen it in you guys' stories. So I thought that was just really cool. And it almost, again, you know, and I feel like we're just talking about this a lot, but it adds another element of being personable with people. And it's not just, you know, <laughs> hopping on a stream. Um, so I think that was creative of you guys. I think that's really cool. Um, yeah. So definitely want to talk about it. Uh, so as we start to wind down a little bit, is there, before we get to the lightning round, I just always try to give, you know, my guests an opportunity. Is there anything, you know, any other tip or any other suggestion that you wanted to throw in for, for anyone listening before we get to the lightning round? Or do you feel like, you know, we covered everything? Uh, there's one thing I do want to say about, uh, for like just streaming wines in general, just like maybe a couple tips I can give to somebody starting out. Yeah. If they're already streaming, like maybe you just have like, 300 followers or something like that. Um, and you, so you've already streamed, you already got, you've already got some attention. I would make sure that you, like I, I mentioned this phrase earlier, fake it till you make it. And I'm not just talking about technology and just like anything like that. I'm talking about genuinely talk to yourself. If nobody's, if you have zero viewers, some, what I started doing, like whenever I, when I first really didn't have even that many viewers at all, I would literally cover up my um my view count. Like if you need to do that, if that really messes with your head that much, do that. Um, t talk to yourself. Talk through your game. Like do not just sit there and be quiet. Like if somebody enters your stream, you like you might not even know they're entered because you're so fo focused on the game and you're not saying anything. Be talking. Like just if you're playing Minecraft, be like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna mine this thing. I'm gonna build this thing. I'm gonna do this. Like speak what you're doing. Uh, read your chat. If somebody is uh, giving their time to you to hang out in your stream and chat with you, chat with them, like talk to them, be ecstatic that they're in there because you should be ecstatic that they're in there, that they're taking time out of the, you, their day to be hanging out in your stream. So welcome them, be very kind, um, give them the time of day and give them more than that. Give them whatever they really want because they're your audience and you want to help them and make them feel happy and welcome. So read your chat. If you have a if you have an active chat, make sure you balance your gameplay and your actual reading of chat if that's important to you. If you're an, if you're a pro player, then like focus on your game, read your chat when you can. But I would still say you need to talk through everything you're doing. I don't think every single time I've ever entered a stream, I give 10 seconds. If they don't say anything, I literally usually leave. Like I if they're just sitting there, if they're playing on their phone, if they're doing something like that, I try not to even touch my phone when I'm streaming. Um, the only reason I would get on my phone is to tweet something out midstream if I needed to for like that I was still live, something like that. For most people, if I see them on their phone, like that is this, you're working basically because you need to take it seriously like that. You're performing, you're, you know, a content creating. So you need to kind of act like that. Um, and if you're at a place where there's no viewers in your channel, be that, be that until, you know, post clips of yourself doing whatever content you think is good. And then eventually people are going to show up. So, you know, be the person you want to be, even if no one's in your channel. Um, that's just something that I needed to say. Yeah. So. Those are great tips. Definitely. And I think there's a vibe when you walk, you know, if you go down, cause I know I've done it before on Twitch and Mixer. If you go down to people that have low f viewers, if you w go into a stream and like you're saying, the person isn't talking, it's almost kind of, I don't want to say depressing, but you get what I'm saying. There's not a vibe. Yeah. Whereas if you walk into someone and they might only have three fall, you know, three viewers, but they're acting like they've got a thousand people in there. You can just feel it. Yeah. You um, can feel it like for sure. Yeah. It's definitely a thing. 
It definitely is. So I think that is a great point to bring up. Um, so Jenny, the way we end is what I call the Lodges Light Seven. So these are basically just seven meant to be easy questions. There's like one or two deep ones in here um, for any listeners to kind of get to know you a little bit better. Um, so the first question is, if you are about to take a flight, what snack do you grab before boarding? Oh, uh, oh gosh. Some <laughs> kind of chips, I think, probably. Okay. Um, I don't know what kind. I like every kind of chip. I'm not picky, so probably some kind of chips, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, if you could be the host of any TV show, what like a game show or something like that, what would you pick? Oh, a game show? A game oh, I was show. Gonna, I was going to say Ellen, but... <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, no, we can show. break that. <laughs> can we do Ellen? Okay, yeah, I love Ellen. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Ellen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, if you could pick anybody to hang out with for one day, who would you choose? Is this like a dead or alive question? Yeah, or someone just... asked me that. Dead or alive, you can do either or. Jesus. I would hang out with Jesus for a okay. day. I like it. No one's, no one said that yet. Um... Okay, this one's like one of the two deeper ones. So covering any sport, so you know, you can include, you know, esports if you'd like. We've had someone do that. Who would be your Mount Rushmore? So who are your four greatest players in your opinion of all time? Is this for like I talking about like for Fortnite or like just gaming? Gaming, regular sports, however you want to break oh, down. Regular oh, okay. Regular sports. Okay, okay. Um Okay, Carson Wentz has to be one of those. I love Carson Wentz. Um, okay. I feel like I don't want to leave out Vic Foles, but also he left, so kind of want to leave him <laughs> out. Okay, so we'll just say Carson Wentz uh, for like gaming. Um, I'll say Ninja because I'm just really impressed and proud of everything that he's done with his life. Uh, Tim the Tatman. Love Ooh, him. Fan. He's literally the man. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. a stud. He's so great. And then, um, uh, Pokimane. She's Ooh. a Twitch. I really like her, and I look up to her a lot. I think she's done a lot with uh, her life and streaming, and I like her uh, personality and just her presence, like on Twitch. So yeah. those are probably my four. I threw like a random NFL player in there, but <laughs> for like gaming stuff, and then there's. <laughs> Carson Wentz right there next to Alma. No, 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 that's fine. Pokemon's great. I like all your I like all your streamer picks. Those are all good picks. Um, this one's simpler. Are you a cat or dog person? Dog. Dog person. A hundred percent. I like cats, but like just very mildly. Do you have a dog? Yeah, I have three puppies. Oh wow. Have, yeah. And then we had another one but that uh, other puppy like we had a lab that well, I passed away two years ago. And then we had, we have these three puppies. We found a box of five of them on the side of the road and we kept all three and then gave oh, wow. the two away to like close family. So like, they're all very close. Yeah. We couldn't get rid of, like there was three that bonded so well that we just like couldn't. So yeah. Copper Scout and Buster. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, this is the deeper one of the set. Uh, if you could ask God one question, what would it be? Hmm. Um, probably, oh my gosh, I don't know, this is so hard, I'm, never gonna, I'm probably going to think about this, like, outside of this whole conversation. <laughs> I'd probably ask him, like, when is he coming back? Like, I'd probably that's be like, a... he coming back? <laughs> that's a great, that's a great answer. 
Um, and then the last one, this one's kind of easy. Just to, I don't know. It was tough on someone else, but I think it's the easy one to end it is if you could be the star of any movie, so like a character in a movie, what movie would you pick? Devil Wears Prada. Awesome pick. Okay. I watched that movie with my wife the other day. She's like Did a big fan really? of that. I love that movie. It's such a good one. Yeah, yeah, no, she's a big fan of that. <laughs> yeah, I knew um, that, that answer. I was like, yes, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Jenny, thank you again so much for, you know, coming on. And it was exciting to have you on because I haven't had a streamer on. I've only had... Uh, people that are kind of business professionals in the space. So this was fun for me too to have you on just to have a change of pace um, and to have you on to talk about everything that you're able to share. And I think you gave away some great tidbits of advice. And so just thank you for everything. Um, where can anyone listening find you on social media? So as far as like where you can find me on stream, it's going to be Jenny Smiles on Mixer. For Instagram, it's Jenny Simile. Um, for Twitter, it's Jenny Simile with two E's they just didn't have the real one. I don't know. And then on, um, YouTube, it's going to be Jenny simile as well. Okay. Awesome. Well, there you guys have it. Jenny, thanks again. Had a good time doing this with this with you and appreciate you coming yeah, on. It was so much fun. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. And I, like I was telling you off the podcast, I really enjoy listening to podcasts. So I hope you guys that are listening had a really good time. Like listen to what I say and hopefully take some things, um, you know, and apply them to your own life. And if you have any questions, like he was saying, you can reply. But if you ever want to reach out to me on social media, I'd be glad to help answer some of those questions for you. Um, but yeah, thanks again so much for having me on. Yeah, no problem. I enjoyed it. Uh, so thank you to all the listeners. Hope you guys enjoyed it as well. And we'll catch you next time on the Lodges podcast. What's up, guys? Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and leave us a five-star rating if you've enjoyed this. You can find us on social media at Lodges underscore financial. Please go check out our social pages where you can find lots of other great content committed to gaming and esports. This is also the best place to be kept up to date with everything going on at Lodges. Thanks, and you were just listening to the Lodges podcast.